Well, as I mentioned during announcement time, we're in a new series in Esther, and uh, the title of this series is Esther, Where is God? And look, if you're here and you're a, a man, a male, a boy, and you've looked at Esther and you've thought, ah, it's not for me, uh, I'm there with you. You know, I've thought the same thing, you know, with books like Esther and Ruth and those girly books. It's kind of like... It's kind of like if you're a guy and you get caught watching the Hallmark Channel, you know. <laughs> Do you lose cool points? <laughs> but look, if, if you read this, guys and girls, listen, but, but guys especially, if you read this, you'll be drawn to it. It's like watching Braveheart and you're like, whoa, this is amazing. This is a great drama. There's, there's love, yes, Right? But there's also, uh, you know, battles going on, and there's guys getting impaled on poles, and that's cool, right? <laughs> All right, whatever. Just read it, guys. It's okay. Tune in to this series. Don't tune it out. We're not just doing this for the women. We're doing it for everybody. So um, what's neat about Esther is that God isn't mentioned at all in the book. But if you read it, it's clear that God is busy. God is active and he's moving in the lives of people. Last week, Travis talked about King Xerxes, right? And uh, the, the king there mentioned him. Today, I want to talk to you about a guy named Mordecai. Mordecai. Everybody say that name with me. Good job. Yeah, Mordecai. You will not find his name in the top 50 baby names, you know, of 2019. You probably will find it in the top 50 of what not to name your baby. You know, more, sorry if your name's Mordecai today, um, or if you have a kid named Mordecai, I apologize. But Mordecai, so strange name, uh, but interesting character. His family was taken into captivity into Babylon. So if we think uh, Daniel, you know, we think of, of people like that. It's Mordecai comes in after that. So they were taken from Israel into Babylon, but now Persia, the Medo-Persian Empire, had taken over Babylon. So now they were the world empire, and Xerxes was the king, and Mordecai was a Jew in that context. So I want to go through some important things about Mordecai this morning. And we're going to go through this really quick because I want the team to have time to talk to you about Costa Rica. I'll, I'll talk to you a little bit about it in my message. Mordecai. The more I read about Mordecai, the more I was fascinated by him. The more I was drawn to him. The more I wanted to be him. And so I want to share that with you this morning. First of all, Mordecai, he was caring. He was a caring guy. I know we look at some of these Bible heroes, these Old Testament heroes, and they're rough, right? They're they're tough guys. But when you look at Mordecai, he was a caring guy. Look at Esther 2.7. Mordecai had a cousin named Hadassah, whom he had brought up because she had neither father nor mother. This young woman, who was also known as Esther, had a lovely figure. No, I have to explain that to you guys. Had a lovely figure and was beautiful. Mordecai had taken her as his own daughter when her father and mother died. So just by reading that, 
we get a little bit into who was this Mordecai guy. He was caring. When his uh, family members died, when Esther's parents died, Mordecai stepped in and not only raised her, not only provided financial assistance, not only visited her on her birthdays, but he took her as his own. He adopted her, which shows me that Mordecai was a caring guy, but he was a guy with compassion. Now, when we say compassion, what do we mean by that? It's not just looking at something and saying, oh, how pitiful. Oh, how sorry. Or I wish that would be better. It's, it's th- thinking that and saying that, but doing something about it. Mordecai stepped in and he did something about it. He, he adopted her. He was caring. You know, I thought about this. The world needs more people like that. More caring people. I know many of you have adopted. Many of you have brought children into your homes. Many of you have fostered. Man, I'm just thinking, we all need to be that way. We all need to be more caring. On this trip to Costa Rica, it taught me a lot about compassion and seeing kids in a different environment, you know, really changed my perspective on things. Um, Seeing the living conditions thinking about what our schools are like here and seeing what their schools are like there, um, you know, really melted my heart. And I can remember this little girl, uh, I I was drawn to her and she was drawn to me, and it was sort of a God thing. But after talking to her, it was clear that her father wasn't in the picture. And I kept wondering, why was this little girl, maybe 12 years old, you know, why was she like a magnet to me? Why was she always following me around, talking to me? just showing me things, um, giving me beads and different things like that. She was wanting my attention. And, uh, you know, I asked her how long uh, it had been since she'd seen her father, and it had been several years. So her father wasn't in the picture. She was looking for a father figure. And so hopefully, you know, there will be ways for for me to follow up with with this young young lady, young girl. Um, Compassion. We need more people with soft hearts, right, and tough skin, doing things. For people, there's a lot of needs out there, and I know we like to pray about things. Sometimes God just says, you do something about it. Man, we, we, li- we love to pray. We love to lift up prayer requests, but look, let's do something about it if you can. Let's step in and do something about it. Mordecai is a man who saw a need, and he stepped up, and he showed compassion. What else about him? He was bold. He was bold. All right, guys, you ready for this? Boldness in Mordecai. So we learned about Xerxes last week, and Xerxes was not a nice guy, right? Very powerful, borderline crazy, bad temper, short fuse. We all know somebody like that, no hitting elbows or anything. So we learned about him last week, and now I want to talk to you about a guy named Haman. Haman, and Travis will be mentioning him next week. But Haman is another bad guy. And he sort of rises into power under Xerxes. He, he squirmed and he wiggled his way into power. And I'm sure we all know somebody like that, right, that does these backside deals, that does the brown nosing, that does all this stuff, and they work their way up. Well, Haman was a guy like that. He was second in command. So he became a very powerful person. Esther 3.2, look at this. All the royal officials at the king's date knelt down all right so did you get that all of the royal not just the everyday people 
all of the royal officials knelt down and paid honor to Haman for the king had commanded. All right, so that tells us something. The king likes this guy. And so he commanded everybody to bow down to Haman, right? The king had commanded this concerning him, but look at this. Look at Mordecai, how he steps in. But Mordecai would not kneel down or pay him honor. See, Mordecai was a Jew. And there was this thing called the Ten Commandments and uh, where God said, you know, I will be the only God. You will not worship anybody else but me. He was bold. Mordecai would not bow down when everybody else, not just people like you, but when people that are more important than you, they start doing something. When everybody else was bowing down to honor Haman, Mordecai refused. And, you know, it's interesting if you read through this. So many people were killed for the smallest things. I mean, you just breathed wrong in front of Xerxes and he killed you, right? And Haman was bold. I mean, uh, Mordecai was bold. He was taking a big chance. And um, look, guys, I know I joke a lot about me and flying. But, look, it really does bother me to fly. I'm not just saying that to be funny. So going to Costa Rica was bold. You might say, that's nothing. But for me, it was bold. That's the first time I've been out of the country in my life. Okay? Except for the Bahamas. <laughs> but other than that, um, you know, but I had anxiety. It was so funny. You know, I was just like, oh, what, you know, why, what, what is that? Every little noise, every little movement, wh- why? Why can't it just fly straight and smooth? Um, but that was bold for me. And our team, look, they were funny. Um, see, I'm from Pound, and so I'm, like, used to haulers and, and gravel roads and, and, and stuff like that. And, you know, we went up a lot of those. And so there was a lot of car sickness and stuff. And so, you know, it was pretty funny. <laughs> but our team, I, I, you know, they pressed on. They were bold. Oh, th- there's two inches between a cliff and our tire? And we keep going up? Yes, let's keep going up. Let's be bold, right? You know, I was proud of them. You know, we need more people being caring but we need more people being bold. Um, sometimes fear keeps us from doing things that God wants us to do. It'll, it'll keep us in our homes afraid to leave. Sometimes we just need to have faith and step out and be bold and follow the Lord's direction. What does it take to be bold? Well, it takes faith. It takes faith. And Mordecai had that. That's what I want to talk to you about next. He had great faith. So Haman, the bad guy, he persuaded King Xerxes to make this law that would kill, annihilate, massacre all the Jews, right? So he squirmed his way into power, and now he found a way, because Mordecai wouldn't bow to him, he got really mad, and he said, I'm going to get back at that guy, not only, not only him, but all his people. And so he found a way to make King Xerxes make a law to annihilate all the Jews. And so Mordecai got word that this had become law. And as we learned last week, when you make a law, it, it stays. It stays. There's no overturning the law. 
Mordecai was devastated, but he never lost faith. And he was thinking that maybe since Esther, right, was in the king's presence now, maybe since she was king that she could prevent this from happening. So he sent a message to her, warning her to sort of petition King Xerxes to change his mind or to do something different, right, to prevent this from happening. And he says this in Esther 4.14. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance, look at this, will arise. Man, look at this guy's faith. It will, not maybe, not might, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. So he's saying, look, you can stand up where you're at. You can make a difference where you're at. But if you, if you don't, I have faith enough that God will do something else to save his people. He will do it. But you're going to die, and I'm going to die, and everybody in your family is going to die. But God will save his people somehow. And then he goes on to say something that Esther is probably most famous for, the book of Esther anyway. This next uh, sentence, he says, Yet who knows? whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this, right? So Mordecai had tremendous faith. He told Esther that no matter what happened, God would save and take care of his people. But then he mentioned to her that she could be in her position for that reason, for that very reason. Mordecai was saying that God had a purpose for her position. Isn't that good? God had a purpose for her position. And for many of us, for for all of us actually, God has a purpose for our position. Maybe it's a position, a circumstance in life that you're going through. Maybe it's a position at work, right? Maybe it's a family situation. God has a purpose for your position. It might not always be the easiest thing. It might not always be the happiest thing. But what we know is God is always working out things for good uh, our mission trip this is a case in point and Travis brought this to my attention again so um, I've said this before but our mission trip was supposed to be in Haiti twice you know and it got cancelled both times because of national uprising like we couldn't go even if we were bent on going we couldn't go and I kept thinking oh, you know, getting discouraged and planning and all this stuff, getting mad, wondering what God's doing. And then we go to Costa Rica and it's like a tidal wave of the Holy Spirit. You see what I'm saying? There was a purpose to our position. God had us where he wanted us. We were where he was working. Not to say that he's not working in Haiti, you understand me? But we kept looking as, man, we keep getting stopped from going here for some reason. We never really realized that maybe God wants us there. And it it was a a tremendous, tremendous blessing. God wanted us somewhere else. So great faith means that I'm going to do my part. Faith does require something of you. Faith means I'm going to do my part, but I'm going to trust God to do his part, you see. One more thing about Mordecai before we close. He was honored. 
After Mordecai went through some difficulties, went through some challenges, he was honored. And when I say honored, it wasn't just a little bit, right? They didn't just throw him a party and uh, celebrate the fact that he was faithful. He was very honored. Look at Esther 10.3. Mordecai, the Jew, right? Just in case there's any other Mordecais running around. Mordecai, the Jew, was second in rank to King Xerxes. Preeminent, which means first, preeminent among the Jews and held in high esteem by, by his many fellow Jews because he worked for the good of his people and spoke up for the welfare of all Jews. So in just a few short chapters, Mordecai went from being hated, right, the hated guy by Haman, to being honored. Among his people, he was a national hero. I know when we think about Bible heroes, we don't think about Mordecai. But among his people, he is one of the most well-known heroes. As a matter of fact, they still celebrate a festival called Purim today because of Mordecai. So um, here's what I know about that. God honors faith. God honors obedience. He does. God honors acts of compassion. God honors boldness. Look, we should simply just do these things because God did them for us through Christ. But on the other end of it, God does honor those things. God does honor when you show somebody care, when you show somebody compassion. God does honor when you step out in faith and be bold for him. God does honor when you show great faith. He honors that. If not immediately down the road, he does. It always pays off. It always, always returns big on the investment, big time. After looking back on our Costa Rica trip, we were able to do some things, do some good things. But I was most blessed, I feel. You know, I was most honored to step out and do those things. God brought tremendous blessing to me. You know, Mordecai was an order, ordinary person, average ordinary person who God used to make an extraordinary difference. I want to leave you with this, this question, because it rhymes. Am I Mordecai? I had to think about that a long time. So this week, every day when you wake up, the first thing I want you to ask is, am I Mordecai? You don't have to say it in the hillbilly accent. Just say it how you, how you speak. Am I a Mordecai? Everything that we talked about today, are you like that? Am I like that? Man, I think it'll change your life. I think it'll change your day. I know it'll change you. You might be thinking, can I make a big difference? You can. One person can make a big difference. You can make a big difference. Maybe God will ask you to go on a mission trip. Maybe he won't. I'm completely fine with that. But here's the thing, God might ask you to make a big difference in your everyday life. That's exactly what Mordecai did. I don't know if we ever really paid attention to that. His faith came from his uh, just encountering different circumstances that were happening to him outside of his control. It was all his reaction. Mordecai made a difference right where he was. And you can too. In your current 
situation or circumstance, look for ways to be caring. Look for ways to show compassion. Take advantage of opportunities that God presents to you to be bold. And what do I mean by bold? It's doing something that you normally wouldn't do. All right? I'm not talking about skydiving or anything like that or going on a hunt in a safari. That's not bold. Boldness is doing something to honor God that you normally wouldn't do. That's, that's boldness. Take advantage of opportunities to be bold. And in your n- normal circumstances, in your everyday life, those difficulties, those challenging circumstances, have great faith. How do you have great faith? Well, you make God bigger than your problems. That's what Mordecai did. Even if you don't do something about it, I know God will. That is, that's big faith. That's great faith. Make God bigger than your circumstances. I want to leave you with this. You never go wrong by placing your faith in God because he is always faithful to you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. Father, we thank you for the message that you've uh, given to us, uh, that you laid on my heart to look at a guy named Mordecai and to see that he was caring, to see that he had great faith, to see that he was bold. Father, I feel that you have called us to show all those things in our life. And, and to live that way. Father, help us to, to do that. Help us to see the needs of the world, to see the eyes, uh, to see with your eyes um, needs that are in front of us. Father, many times we just overlook them. We don't even see them, and sometimes we ignore them. Um, but you place things in front of us to make a difference. Help us to do that. Help us to have faith when we doubt Help us to trust that you know what you're doing and that your ways are better than ours. And, um, Father, you have ultimately uh, our good in mind when things are going on around us. Help us to just trust in what you're doing in our life. And, Father, um, I just pray that we would be bold and step out in trust to do things that normally we might be afraid to do. Normally we might think, well, that won't work out. Or normally we would think we're not good enough. Father, help us just to trust you and and see that you are strength in our weakness and that you are our power. Um, Father, you are the way that uh, we are to live. We are to lean on you and we are to love you. Pray for our team as they come up and they share the uh, experiences that they had in Costa Rica and how you moved there and also how you moved in their heart. In Jesus' name, amen.